Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. told us that the end times would come like a woman in labor. There would be natural disasters and wars and hardships and trials and that these things would be like creation going into birth pangs, like going into the labor process. And like labor, there would be an escalation in these pangs as we get closer and closer to the culmination, to Christ's return and to the birth of a new heaven and a new earth as all things are redeemed and made new. In that respect, at least part of Revelation has to be considered futuristic, however we are interpreting this book. It has to be seen as a story of things that are going to unfold as we get closer to Christ's return. And as we get into the next set of God's judgments in today's verses, a lot of them sound an awful lot like an escalation of tribulation, like what Jesus said would happen as we got closer to his return. Revelation chapter 8 verses 6 through 13 says, Then the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to sound them. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down on the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all of the green grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. The fourth angel sounded his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light, and also a third of the night. As I watched, I heard an eagle that was flying in midair call out in a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the trumpet blast about to be sounded by the other three angels. So here are the first four judgments to come in this next phase of judgments, and they sound awful. They sound horrific. They seem similar to natural disasters of various kinds, and they are probably best understood symbolically rather than literally, as we know that stars can't literally fall to the earth, blood doesn't literally fall from heaven, etc. It's possible that these are brand new phenomenon that God will make happen if we want to take it literally, but the early readers of this book probably would have read them symbolically as signs of major events that would rattle the earth to its core. It's interesting that in each of these judgments, the judgment is heavy, but it's not total. A third of the water goes bad, a third of the trees are wiped out, a third of the day goes dark, etc. If God wanted to wipe out everything, he obviously could, but even in judgment, God acts with restraint and actually with mercy. When judgment comes, it comes to punish evil, but also to wake us up, to draw us back to God, to remind us of his power and his holiness and his hatred of evil and sin. God strikes the earth powerfully in these verses, but still leaves much room for survival and hopefully for repentance for those who witness these judgments. But we are not done yet. Today's verses end with an eagle, emphasizing the woe to the earth because there are actually more trumpet blasts, more judgments to come, which we will get into in tomorrow's verses.
Today, take some time to ponder the unpleasant idea, granted, of God's anger. Have you ever had a sense of God's discipline or God's correction in your life? What did that look like for you? What effect did that have on you? And ponder the question, how do we reconcile the idea of an infinitely loving God with a God who is also the God of justice, who hates evil and must respond to it? Jot down any thoughts that you have on this and ask God to bring clarity to it as you meditate on these things today. Mm-hmm.